Challenging men to be great men. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. I want to talk to you about a principle we've absolutely got to know in our generation, and it's this. We become what we behold. We become what we behold. We begin to live out what we keep before our eyes. And I'm not just talking about what posters you might have hanging in your room or what sayings you might have on the wall of your office. I'm talking about what you keep before your eyes. In our high video generation with our iOS devices and our phones and our iPads and our computers and our digital screens and our internet, we are keeping a great deal before our eyes, but is it producing good fruit in our lives? The average man spends hours watching television, hours on Netflix and Hulu and and Amazon Prime and, and hours watching stuff. But is it producing good fruit in your life? Now, I'm not going to try to buck the trend of a a high video culture, and I'm not going to try to talk you out of watching the occasional movie. What I do want to urge you to do is to make sure you're building into your life the reading, the viewing, the watching, the keeping before your eyes things that help you be a noble man. If most of us are honest, we'll have to be honest about the fact and tell the truth that we spend hours and hours and hours every week, some of us every day, watching movies and YouTube videos and what have you. But we spend very little time intentionally putting before our eyes um, media of any kind that makes us better men, that makes us men who are uh, in, in search of becoming great men. So I'm asking you to begin to up the amount of time you spend reading, you spend viewing stuff that will make you a better man. And in that regard, I want to recommend four books for you to consider reading this summer. I've had a lot of people say, hey, it's almost summertime. Where, where's your re- suggested reading list? You do this every year. Well, I'm happy to do it. And usually I do seven books, but this year I'm just going to do four. I know you're busy. I know you've got a lot going over the summer, but I'm recording this the first week in June. And and as you know, June, July, and August really are what I call emotional summer. I mean, they're not technically the summer of, according to the equinoxes, but their emotional summer. You know, the kids are out of school and the summer vacations begin. It starts to get hot. June, July, August, that's really summer. Usually by the end of August, the kids are heading back to school. We're all turning our, our attention to fall type things. Notre Dame is on the field. Kickoff has happened. And so it's emotional fall. So What are you willing to read over the next three months that will make a difference in your life? Well, here are four recommendations I strongly urge you to consider for reading in the next three months of summer. Number one, Rise of the Servant Kings, What the Bible Says About Being a Man by Ken Harrison. Ken Harrison is a friend of mine. He's a good guy. He is the new head of Promise Keepers. You remember Promise Keepers used to fill stadiums with men nationwide. It went silent for a while. Afterwards, didn't do a whole lot. But Ken is now the leader of Promise Keepers. He's going to take it to a new level. And um, and I think great things are going to happen. His book is about a vision for noble manhood coming out of the scriptures. Now, you might not be much of a Bible reader. You might not be a Christian or you might not be Jewish or might not be any religion, but this book still will be of help to you. The Rise of the Servant Kings. I love that title, Rise of the Servant Kings, what the Bible says 
about being a man. This will challenge you. Ken Harrison, a good man, a solid man in his own right, and I think this book will make a difference for you. The second book I want to recommend is an unusual book. It's one that's going to surprise you. It's called Sacred Duty by Tom Cotton. Now, Tom Cotton's an American politician. I'm not even going to tell you anything more about him because I'm not pushing him because of his political positions or views or his political life. What I like about Tom Cotton is that he went to Harvard undergraduate school, then he went to Harvard Law, and then he enrolled in the U.S. Army. And he became part of the Old Guard. Now, you may not know much about the Old Guard, but the Old Guard is that organization, that unit, that military unit that you see at Arlington National Cemetery here in D.C. where I'm sitting now. Uh, it is the, uh, the guy. They are the guys who guard the tomb of the unknown soldier. Uh, they are the guys who perform or who basically conduct the funerals for our nation's fallen and honor the dead and honor the families of the, the survivors. Um, they are the ones who keep tradition alive. They're the ones who honor our dead. They're the ones who man some of our nation's monuments uh, to honor the great heritage that we have. And what I like about this book, what I think is powerful about this book, is that it's not so much that I want you to get into modern military lore, although I think that that will only help you. I'm just not insisting uh, pushing that on you. I think that this has powerful themes in it. A lot of manhood has to do with remembrance, with with a heritage, with taking hold of what's come before us and making it of impact today. You're going to hear me talk a lot about that in my upcoming book, Manhood on Fire, that'll be out in early 2020. In Manhood on Fire, I spend a lot of time talking about heritage. I want you to dig into your heritage. I want you to go past the negatives and past the disappointments. I want you to live out the lessons of your noble heritage. Well, Tom Cotton's describing how we do that as a nation. And these guys, this this old guard unit, I've had a number of friends in it, um, they honor the dead. They master vast amounts of knowledge. It's, it's, it's unique in the American military. They have to really learn a lot of details about Arlington National Cemetery and about the dead and about the lives of those who have gone before. They have to just, just absolutely be on top of an incredible discipline. They have to keep their waists a certain size. They have to work on their steps being a certain length. They have to polish constantly and keep their uniforms immaculate. They have to have to learn the, the exact lore of certain rituals. And, and why do they do this? They do this to honor our nation's dead. They do it to bring the past to bear upon the present. They do it to preserve honor. All of these themes, honor, ritual, heritage, protection, all of it is some, are things that men need to know. It's an essential aspect of being a man. And even though this book is not at all about manhood directly, he's not trying to talk about manhood. He's talking about the old guard. He's talking about this sacred duty. I think you're going to find powerful principles of manhood that will change your life. And I urge you to read this book. It's an easy read. It's a good summer read. It's dramatic. It's history. It's lore. It's ritual. It's, uh, it's going to challenge you. It's going to challenge you. And I think you're going to really, really enjoy it. Now, those are two nonfiction books I recommend for this summer, but let me recommend two novels. 
I hang a lot, hang out in DC a lot. As I've said, I have a lot of friends in the military. I pay attention a lot to what the upper levels of our American military are reading when they have reading lists, when they talk about the books that have shaped them, what are the books that have, have the biggest impact? There are, there are actual, actually books about this very topic. What are leaders reading? Uh, what, when, when Americans, military leaders are surveyed, what are the books that most shape their understanding of leadership? And believe it or not, what constantly tops the list is a novel. <laughs> There's a novel written some time ago that has that is almost always at the top of the list. In fact, it's often number one, and it's called The Killer Angels by Michael Shara. Now, some of you know Jeff Shara, the novelist, who's written about a lot of America's battles, too. That's Michael Shara's son. Michael Shara, years ago, wrote a novel called The Killer Angels angels. And I want to tell you, it is powerful. It's about the Battle of Gettysburg in July of 1863, uh, but it's all where 53,000 men died. It was a terrible, terrible war, uh, battle. I'm um, really the turning point in the American Civil War. But it's about what surfaces in men when they go to battle. Yeah, you'll learn some tactics. Yeah, you'll learn some things about that particular battle. But what was going on in the minds of these men? What about friendship? What about honor? What about trust? Uh, what about courage? What about the kinds of things that surface in a man's soul when he's in battle? Uh, General Lee, what's he thinking? What's going on in his head? Uh, what, what's happening in his mind? How about, how about officers who were friends at West Point but now are fighting on opposite sides of the war? All of this is in this novel. What about a man who's blamed for something who wasn't his fault? Some of you know I'm speaking about General Longstreet. I could go on and on and on. This book, this magnificent novel, is uh, the, one of the most read books about leadership in our American military. I think it's perfect summer reading, and I strongly want to urge you to consider reading. It's great for the beach. It's great for you to kick back and, and enjoy under a tree or on your back porch. And perhaps you'll want to visit the Gettysburg Battlefield when you've read it. But still, dive in and learn. Learn about leadership. Learn about manhood. Let this book challenge you. Now, my fourth offering, the fourth book, the fourth book I want to strongly recommend is by a man named Leif Enger, L-E-I-F. It's spelled in the Nordic way, L-E-I-F, Enger, E-N-G-E-R. And this man, you may not know him uh, you may not know his name, but he's written some of my favorite novels, and they all have manly themes in them. And some years ago, he wrote a book called Peace Like a River. This book was quite literally a revelation. It topped both Times and Newsweek's bestseller list, but also the Christian bestseller list. You hardly ever have books cross over in that way. Um, it's got lots of manly themes in it. It's about fathering. It's about men. It's about courage. It's about taking a stand for principle. It's got supernatural themes. It's got natural themes. It's got crime. It's got police chases. I mean, this book has everything. Peace Like a River by Leif Inger. His most recent book, in fact, it's out right now, is Virgil Wander, V-I-R-G-I-L, Virgil, and then Wander, just like Wanderer, but W-A-N-D-E-R. Why aren't I recommending that? I think it's a fantastic book, but I think the book that will get you into Mr. Enger's writing is Peace Like a River. Just go online and look it up, and you're going to see the incredibly varied reviews of this book and uh, from very different perspectives and how much that book was honored. Now, here's the bottom line. 
I want you to make sure that you are feeding your soul and your mind on manly themes, reading noble stuff. You consider the time you spend on Netflix, on Hulu, on Amazon Prime, looking at, at uh, you know, YouTube or whatever else, going to the movies at the theaters. You spend a lot of time watching some of that stuff. Some of it's got some nobility in it. But often there's stuff we, you know, that sticks in our minds that doesn't do us any good. Sex scenes or nastiness or vile language or, you know, other other ignoble, depressing themes. You've got to feed the other side of your soul. You've got to combat the downside of what you're viewing, what you're seeing. By the way, if you don't watch any television, but you're just out in the world, there's a lot of negative. You've got to feed your soul on the themes of noble manhood. So I'm strongly recommending these four books. Let me list them for you again. Rise of the Servant Kings, What the Bible Says About Being a Man by Ken Harrison. Sacred Duty, that book on the old guard here at Arlington National Cemetery by Tom Cotton, just like it sounds. The Killer Angels by Michael Shara. Shara is spelled S-H-A-A-R-A. And then Peace Like a River by Leif Inger. Read, keep noble things before your soul. These are the arts of great manhood. To join the Great Man community or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's two essential books for men, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men and Building Your Band of Brothers as well as some other great resources for becoming a great man. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production. 